0: We got to test Sandro's knowledge of American slang today and win the intern's lunch. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Brian Zenzen stopped in to answer a question about having a, getting in trouble for having an affair at work. Yeah, which,
1: geez, that whole situation sounded testy. Messy? Yeah. it just, Sloppy? Uh, bad stuff all around. Speaking of sloppy, are uh at me. Oh, yeah. But that wasn't all your fault. Should we
0: just stop doing that bit? No? No. I I feel like I'm letting you guys down.
1: I mean, if you just did a little read-ahead on it. That's true, but I'm always so busy. Well, you spent 90 (laughs) seconds on a Sandra Bullock movie today. It feels like that's on you. All right, come on. we got to get to the podcast now. Come on. Kelly, look. Our affair is not affecting our work.
0: Oh, boy. Here we go again. All right, that's what we have up today in the HR Files as we are joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen.
1: Now, I'm trying to get more people to come on the air with us, but Uh this one, you're going to understand why they want to be with us. So, uh, I'm just going to read it. Judgment-free zone, Kelly. Always. My co-worker and I are having an affair. That, <laughs> just, no, it's just a, hot, that's a hot start, man. Okay. Like, we are both married to other people, and we have both decided that we are getting divorces. We have had zero issues at work. This has not affected our performance at work one bit. Someone has found out... We now have a meeting with our HR reps tomorrow. From the initial email we received, it sounds as if we are in more trouble because others are uncomfortable with the infidelity aspect. Uh-huh. We have not broken any company bylaw rules. Should we fight this? Because that was the one thing I said back. I said, like, we've kind of had some things like this before. Brian says it's usually a company policy. Yeah. She checked her company policy, and there's nothing in there.
2: Wow. Hmm. Getting called in because you're making someone uncomfortable that you're having an affair. I mean, I guess it's like what I could see with that is if you're just talking about it out in the blue. But I don't know how else it would come up. Like, how else would it be public knowledge? I mean, yeah, that there. Sometimes
0: it just leaks out, man. This that, this this happened at my old radio building I was in. Really? Not exactly this scenario, but there was a lot. There was just a lot of affairs going on, and everybody knew about it. Yeah. And so, it, and you know what it does? Well, I'll, I'll let Brian in. Well, no, there. it's
1: funny, you mess- but this thing that going on at ABC, like that Good Morning All of those America. Two reporters, right. yeah. That, that, and apparently now that it's out, like everyone like knew, like they were going on vacations and stuff right. together. Yeah. But apparently that guy was stuck in half the staff. So, well, usually
0: if you think it's a secret, though, it's probably not. You know what I'm saying? Like you I can you see it. you think you're doing a good job of hiding it, but you're probably not. So
2: they might have like those two individuals. They might have a clause in their contract that would go down about. Like, maybe an affairs or adultery would be in there. Or it's a public image thing. Like, we don't want the face of our brand in the morning. Mm -hmm. You're talking ABC. ABC. That's supposed to be, like, a wholesome family thing. And these two are, you know, having an affair or whatever. Um, Like, if we go back to the the listener's question, like, I don't know what... Hey, if I just found out about it and it's making me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Okay, well... I didn't bring it into work. She didn't bring it to into work. Mm-hmm. Someone saw that this was going on in our personal lives. There's nothing against it in the company policy. So I don't. I like. I understand. Yes, it might make them uncomfortable. But hey, what if you found out I was going to treatment because I was addicted to drugs? Does that make you uncomfortable? Like, yeah. what's well, nothing against the. Well, whatever in company policy, but like. Really, it shouldn't be any of their business if you're not talking about it at work. Mm-hmm. If it's something that isn't against the company policy, if you're not bringing it up and it's not distracting others from work, like I'm sorry that it's distracting them, but tell me how it impacts my job.
1: Yeah. Well, and, um, and to be fair, like she says, she's just getting called into HR, so maybe the HR is just going to tell them like, hey, yeah, make sure it doesn't come into the yeah, workplace. Yeah, and I think that yeah. would be
2: that would be fair for level setting. Hey, this is. I understand this is going on. If you got canned for it, and there's no company policy against it, well, then you might have a leg to stand on, but...
0: It's crazy because when this stuff happens at work, like I because like I said, at my last radio station I saw it a lot, and it's amazing the amount of respect people lose. Like a a pretty high up person in my last company cheated on his wife with one of the salespeople. And nobody he thought no one knew about it. Everybody knew about it. Yeah. And that it was so hard for that dude to garner any sort of respect from anybody after that. Especially the female it was mostly a female run sales department, which like ours is too. And it's hard to get that respect back once females find out about it. Especially since
2: it's a super yeah, too. It's a so boss. Then you,
0: boy, that's a nasty situation.
1: I love my wife to death. Don't plan on you know getting broken up anytime soon. I we work together and like you get you know, if you get a divorce, let's say there's not even cheating aspect yeah. of like you working with a spouse and then getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine what kind of heaviness that would bring to the because honestly, like for me, if I was a coworker of two people that are going through a divorce, I don't want
2: to be around that. Yeah. Well, then you almost get sucked into sides, right?
1: Yeah, right. not only yeah. sides, but then you, there, you, there's got to be something else with it. You know what I mean? Like they can't just be like, okay, we're walking into work, we're just gonna be happy-go-lucky. Yeah, y'all well, seeing each other naked, y'all going your opposite ways. There's gonna be something coming out. Well, it's awkward
0: coming from a guy who made out with multiple sales girls at my old at my hip hop radio station. Oh. I was at. What yeah, Kelly I don't Bragging. Care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I made out with them. Yay. And it made for the worst <laughs> work relationship ever. Like I ha- I hated seeing them at work after that. It was the dumbest thing to do. That's first base, too.
1: Yeah, it was know. first base. Imagine well, a divorce.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. It just yeah. it just rip. it's a, there's a ripple effect to did it. Did you do it at work? No.
2: Okay, I'm Come just on. What, am curious I'm I an what kind of radio station this was I'm not buying that
1: <laughs> listen I'm not the one on trial I've
2: yeah, already I I shared back. too much <laughs>
1: did you order the code red yes
2: wow just so right. you know every time Kelly we're just peeling the onion back a little bit further on Kelly Jordan listen so.
1: it was a wild time yeah.
2: <laughs> I was
0: 25 years old Signal. Yeah, we gotta get it. You don't have to. You're on a hip hop radio station, number one in the city. You're, na- you're the not life. on trial with me, Kelly. I know. Yeah. All right,
1: come on. Did Let's, we get to the bottom of this one? I think we did. I think you, right. you know you had a good little tip for her. You know. And by the way, don't do this. You know. Come yeah. on, clean it up. A little class.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do this again next week, and we are joined by Brian Zenzen, our human resources guy in the HR files. Kelly is good. Friend or foe is the game where either two people are going to go to Winstock, one person is going to go
1: to Winstock, or
0: nobody's going.
1: And, of course, you've never been to Winstock. Winstock 2023 going down June 16th and 17th in Winstead, Minnesota. Miranda Lambert, Cody Johnson, Gabby Barrett, Jordan Davis, and others. These are two-day tickets, Kelly.
0: Yeah, this is huge. And we'll explain how friend or foe works once we get our two contestants on the phone. And let's start out with Hallie. Hallie, are you there? Yeah. All right. Hallie's there. Steve, are you still with us? Yes. Alright, so you guys are our contestants today in Friend or Foe. The quickest explanation I can give is, here's how this game works. When we ask you guys to either say Friend or Foe, if you both say Friend, you each get one ticket to win stock. If one of you says Foe and the other one says Friend, the person who says Foe gets two tickets to win stock. The other person who said Friend gets nothing. But, here's the, here's the catch. The coup de gras. If you both try and screw each other and say Foe... Neither one of you gets anything.
1: We'll go to the 99th texter right now.
0: Does that all make sense?
1: Yes, Yes. it does. All right. So this game is about trust, Wood. Absolutely. So we're going to start off. Hallie, you tell Steve why you guys should both say friend.
3: Because I think it would be a good experience for both of us to go to Winstock, and it would be a
2: good time.
1: Okay. okay, not bad. Not wrong. <laughs> no. Everything factual right there. Right. So, uh, Steve, you heard that. Now, Steve, you tell Holly why you guys think you should both say friend.
2: Well, I've never been before, so I'd rather have I'd rather go and pay for, you know, if I go even if I go with somebody else, I'd rather only pay for one ticket than two. So i let's just go and only pay for one ticket
0: if you're gonna go with two I'd I get a pay for another one and Steve do that, it that, make, way, so. that that's solid reasoning right there yeah, and these
2: are you know two-day
1: t- passes this yeah gym both days I mean, is, these are legit tickets
0: yeah so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick little break we're gonna put you guys on hold when we come back we're gonna find out are both of you going to winstock is one of you going to winstock or neither one of you going to winstock and we're going to the 99 texter okay Okay. All right, hold on, guys. And we're going to actually record this during the commercial break so that there's no unfair advantage to anyone. They won't be able to hear each other on the air or anything like that. And we'll have the results of Friend or Foe
1: next. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's now time to send someone to Winstock. That's, of course, to see Miranda Lambert, Cody Johnson, Jordan Davis, Gabby Barrett, Blackhawk, and numerous others, all going down June 16th and 17th in Winstead, Minnesota. Of course, you don't win your tickets. Get to winstockfestival.com. So
0: we actually recorded this during the commercial Because we don't want to give anybody an unfair advantage Correct So Friend or Foe is the game where you can screw someone out of winning concert tickets And we'll give a better explanation as we get to playing But we like to find out who is going to say what So we started off with Haley and we asked her what she was going to say So here's what we recorded during the commercial break Yes, I am Alright, now Hallie, I called you Haley again, didn't I? I'm sorry (laughs) That's okay. Hallie. Before we get Steve back on the air with us. Now, he can't hear you because we're recording this. Will, are, do you, we like to find out what you guys are going to say. So do you plan on saying friend or foe? And Steve won't know anything about this. Friend. You're going to say friend. Okay.
1: Now, you're not locked into that. You can change it if you'd like.
0: Right. And are you doing that because you believe what you said, that it's better to go with this one ticket than with none? Well, yeah. <laughs> do you have friends going already?
1: Uh, No, but... That's okay. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever been to Winstock before? No, never.
0: Oh, dang. Neither one of them has ever been to Winstock before. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to get Steve back on the phone with us. All right. We're going to put you on hold. We're going to check in with Steve and see what he plans on saying, okay?
3: Okay. Perfect. All right. Here
0: we go. Hold on. Steve, are you there? I am. All right. So Hallie can't hear us right now. We have her on hold, and we're recording this. So we just want to know, Do you? we'd like to check in first. Mm -hmm. Uh, So do you plan on saying friend or foe?
2: I'm probably planning on saying full.
0: All right. Now, you're not locked into this, Steve. If you have a change of heart, you can always change when we get her back on the phone. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to get her on the phone with us right now. Here we go. Okay. Hallie, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Quick recap, Wood. Mm. If you guys both say friend, each of you gets one ticket to Winstock. If one of you says friend and the other one says foe, the person who says foe gets two tickets to Winstock. The other person gets nothing. If you both to try, decide to try and screw each other and say foe, neither one of you gets a ticket to Winstock, and we go to the ninety-nine texter.
1: That's right. So it has come to the moment. I'm going to count backwards from three. When I do that, you announce as loud and as clearly as you can, friend or foe. Do not hesitate. If you hesitate, you're automatically out. Yep. Can't slow roll here. All right? So here we go. I'm going to count back from three. We want to hear friend or foe in three, two, one. Friend. Oh. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hallie, you were the victim of the old royal screw job. Steve, why did you go foe over friend? I don't know, to
2: be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's even worse. I kind of wanted both tickets, so that was <laughs> that was the only way to get both tickets was to go full and it was i'm I'm kind of an all or nothing guy kinda, okay and that's just that's it was either that that's kind of how it is that's how I play poker that's how I play golf that's I'm an all or nothing guy so all that's right. just how who are you, it was
1: who so. are you plan on taking with you
2: with hallie's ticket <laughs> um well, probably my girlfriend if she wants to go, so. Okay. I'm
0: ruthless. Yeah, let her know that you got that ticket from another woman. Hallie, how are you <laughs> feeling right now?
4: Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm just, like, crying. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. You be sure to tell your girlfriend that. In order to get this ticket, I had to make another girl cry.
2: Yes. <laughs> so
0: well, I'm Hallie, sorry. I really am. <laughs> Hallie, you were a very worthy adversary on this one, and uh, sorry it didn't work out for you, okay? It's all so good. Thanks, guys. And Steve, you did it. You're going to Winstock. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time to play Win the Intern's Lunch. We asked our intern Sandro about some uh, American slang terms because he's from Germany. Mm-hmm. He's only here for a year, and then he's headed back. Bit of a world traveler. Right. So cool. Uh, like, a lot of our interns are really uh, interesting people. Yeah. I'd say all of them, actually. What the
1: hell are they doing hanging out with us?
0: That's a great question, my friend. But let's get Kim on the phone because she wants to try and win the intern's lunch. Kim, what are you up to?
1: i just sitting in the parking lot waiting to get
0: into work. All right. Are you ready to steal the food right out of Sandro's mouth yes I am I'm hungry all right so the first slang term that we asked Sandro yesterday was drip what does drip mean will he know no all right Kim do you know what drip means yes oh you do oh okay all right what's well, up to her like that my bad my bad let's see if Sandro knew what the slang term drip means all right Sandro what is the slang term drip mean um, so dripping, you know,
3: like a candle is dripping, you know, right. like the wax could drip. Um, drip means I think it's like cool, you know. Dripping, you're dripping. Like when when your style is cool, then that's dripping. I think. Okay. Uh, it's 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 a positive word. It's like dripping means it's good. It's cool. It's you're rocking it. Right. I don't know how you got there from the whole candle. I, yeah, thing, he but, started off
0: weird, but, but God dang it, you nailed it, Sam <laughs> That's exactly what it mean I actually got in trouble for using this one with my daughter the other day. She said, I gotta pick an outfit out for school. I said, make sure you drip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's said, true. She said, Dad, don't ever say that's the
1: whitest thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> Alright, Kimmy, so you didn't think he was gonna get that one, huh? No, I didn't, but he did good. All right, that's right. Kim, you're still alive though. He's right. You just gotta get best two out of three.
1: Chin up, buttercup.
0: <laughs> Are you ready Not for ready. the next one? Yep. The next one was we asked him what sleigh means. Will he know what sleigh mean? I'm gonna say no. All right, let's see. Alright, Sandro, the next one I got for you. Slang term uh-huh. is sleigh. What does sleigh
3: mean? Ye- so when you say slay, I think you have to snap your fingers twice or something like that. Like yeah, like that. Slay. Yeah, slay is- means um, it, when someone is slaying it, then someone is doing a good job. You know, if someone looks great, looks the part, then they say, Mm, wow, slay. Or if someone says something awesome or does a great job, sings the best song at the karaoke bar, someone would say, Mm, slay. You slayed the day. Yeah. God dang it, Sandro. You got
1: the second one right Yes. Now. It's like Thank watching you. a person who doesn't know math Don't get the questions
0: <laughs> right. Kim, you got no faith in our boy Sandro. Oh, he's coming hard. Yeah, he is. Do you want to just see if you can get the last one? Sure. So we asked Sandro, what does bougie mean? Will he know that one, do you think? Bougie? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see what Sandro said. All right, Sandro, last one. Mm-hmm. What does the term bougie mean? Bougie. Um, heard that one before, too.
3: I always have um, a rich uh, woman in mind when I hear the word um, bougie. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who's um ahead of someone else in her mind at least yeah. you know who who wears uh, purses nice shiny shoes um someone who likes to wear luxurious stuff maybe um who is really I I don't know if it's necessarily materialistic
0: but yeah and that in that area, God I'd dang, Sandro! These are like these are like dictionary definitions of these words, even. Really? Yeah. Because that is one hundred percent correct. Yes. Again. Thank you, oh, thank man. you, guys. Well, he I don't got, know how he did it. He got three out of three. I don't think I would have been able to describe drip. Uh, you know. I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he did, good. he did good. He did. Our boy Sandro did good this morning, and Kim, unfortunately, he did so good that you didn't win. Drip. Nope, nope, I'll have to go into school and eat lunch today. Kelly and Wood's Small Town Salute. We'd like to say good morning to everybody listening in Drayton, North Dakota, population 722.
1: Drayton is the home to American Crystal Sugar, which provides employment for nearly one quarter of the town's population. That sounds pretty sweet. Ew. That's why
0: Drayton, North Dakota gets today's Small Town Salute. That
3: was your Small Town Salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning.
0: Making you feel better about yourself every morning.
1: It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood.
0: All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash.
1: We're headed to Florida. Yes, that's where we have 56-year-old Charles Flaherty. Now, there's a couple different stories here, Kelly. We're going to go with Charles' story. Now, Charles says when he hopped out of his truck outside the gas station and liquor store, he was approached by two people, and they were trying to rob him. Right out the gate, huh? That's what he says. And now, one of those people stabbed him. Dang. Dang. So, did Flaherty turn over his money? Not this gentleman. Instead, he retreated inside of his Ford F-450. It's
0: a big truck.
1: And tried to run over the gentleman. Dang. They Decided, you know what? This is bad for us. Fled inside the store, gas station, liquor store. Flaherty didn't stop. That's where he decided, you know what? My F-450... Can beat that store and drove the truck into the store. Not once, not twice. Yeah, he backed up and did it again? Not three times, but ran his truck into the store four separate occasions. Jeez. Now, the Marina discount beverage stood tall, but the cashier was entrapped inside with the two other gentlemen. (laughs) Flaherty backed up and fled the scene. Authorities were called to the scene, obviously, were able to track Flaherty down, I assume, on his way to the hospital. <laughs> well, they pulled him over, and sure enough, he had a stab wound inside the truck. Uh, they were like, dude, that's that's not okay. Well, I'd imagine, just look for a beat-up F-450. Yeah, with a, I don't know, a liquor store sign hanging off the front. Uh, they went ahead and said, uh, we're going to get you to the hospital, but you're also, by the way... Under arrest for two counts of attempted murder and criminal mischief.
0: Dang, they charged him with attempted murder? That's
1: because the two gentlemen that ended up stabbing him said they weren't robbing him. It started with an argument, and he started a fight, and then they stabbed him. By the way, no word on whether or not they got arrested. What a mess that is, man. It's Florida, man. They may have just you know, hey. That's that's okay, get
0: out of here <laughs> Alright, well let's give this one a score, shall we? Please uh, Where does the trashiness begin?
1: How about stabbing somebody in a liquor store parking lot?
0: Okay, yep, that's trashy
1: That's borderline textbook definition
0: <laughs> Alright, well we'll give that 150 points right out the gate How does that sound? Uh, deciding that you're going to run into a liquor store Let's just do 100 points for each time he did it Fair enough. That's going to be 400 points, so that's really going to ratchet it up Mm -hmm. quickly. Um, And then fleeing the scene, thinking that you're going to get away with it. With a crime like this, seems trashy. Trashy. 150 points on that right there. Um, He was arrested. Uh, I'm going to say any time you're charged with attempted murder, we should we should tack maybe fifty more points onto the normal seventy five of being arrested. Seems
1: tra- It, it right. seems like trashy to a
0: nth degree. I, I'm hoping in my life I'm never charged with attempted murder. I don't I, I don't think so, but I'm always walking the razor's edge. So it's who true.
1: Knows. You you are a tad unsettling at times. Um and then uh okay is
0: that, that it that's it Wow I thought we were gonna for some reason I thought we'd score higher than this on this story
1: two other men
0: yeah, yeah but they didn't do I mean they didn't get charged with anything. No. All right, what? Well, the point is the points. What are we going to do about that? Mm-hmm. All right, today, our gentleman who put an F450 up against the liquor store earns himself a respectable 825 points. Trash.
2: Kevin Wood.
0: All right, it's time for Name That Tone. We're not allowed to call it Tough tone. Nope. So you have three sounds for us that anybody from the 2000s should recognize.
1: Yes, between you and Brian Riley, we'll see who has. Uh, well, you will buzz in with animals I hate this. that don't go in the air. Oh, Kelly Jordan, boom. boo! <laughs> hey, it's my rules. Hey, you guys don't don't cheese and country. <laughs> I didn't make it buzz in yesterday. I'm bringing it back today.
0: All right. Um, I will do... I'll do uh, cat. Okay.
1: Can I hear it? <laughs>
0: Shut up. You know that sets me off when people do that.
1: Brian Riley, you, you will too,
4: be. Brian. Now
0: I'm coming for you. i want to do a dog. Oh, geez, way to go. Cats to go. and
4: dogs. Go on, good well, I guys. can do an alligator. I don't know what they make. go right. Yeah, he'll All right, he'll be
1: an alligator. All right. I'll, I'll
0: be, a alligator. be a cat. All right.
1: Tone number so sassy.
0: one. Tone number one. Give it to us. Yeah. The alligator
4: first. I might be wrong. Is it a Dreamcast? Wow. No, that That's is a incorrect. Deep
0: cut. <laughs> is that a PlayStation?
1: I'm going to give it to you. It okay. is the PlayStation 2. Okay, stand-up. I couldn't remember.
0: I actually had one of those, so I kind of remember that a little mm-hmm. bit.
4: They all had the weird startup sound. Yeah. yeah. all Like the GameCube, the Dreamcast, and the PlayStation.
0: I think I went out and bought a PlayStation 2, and the only game I had was Guitar Hero. I like went and bought it for Guitar Hero, Smart. and that was the only game I had. Well, it's right. the only game you needed. It, it was, was the best game. God, ever. it was so fun. There was nothing I loved better than Friday afternoons, getting off from doing the morning show, going home, making a cocktail, firing up. Guitar hero, and when you remember when you would tilt the guitar up and the crowd would start cheering, yeah. Oh man, that was some great afternoon.
1: Notice <laughs> no girls in that story. Didn't need them. <laughs> I had groupies. <laughs> all right, uh, sound of number two here. All right, let me turn it down because
0: when you played it before, I couldn't hear Brian. Mm-hmm. So, all right, here we go. Chop, 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 chop. Yes,
4: the alligator. Is that the Pixar starting? Season?
0: Yes! Oh, man. Hey, hats off to you, brother. That's good. I, I didn't get that one at all. I didn't
4: think anybody would get that, that one. Is that squeaking at the end? Mm-hmm. This is when he's bouncing on the, the whatever it is. The eye, I think it is.
1: Nice job, Brian Riley. Give you credit for that. Pixar, yeah. of course, starting in the 2000s. Though. I
0: must bow to you on that one.
1: And then these third sound works three points here. Why? Why? Yes, it is. It's already a tie. We
0: don't need it to be worth. Oh, you guys! Points. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I you got, got one. You the hango. first one. That's right. Yeah. I know oh, it's a shocker that I actually got one. It is. All right, here we go. Last sound. sound. Give it to us.
1: Oh, oh, it! It!
0: <laughs> the alligator. Yes. Uh, is that
4: a uh, Skype phone call?
1: Oh, that is it! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Dang! Bow
0: to your master.
4: <laughs> Skype
1: the uh what zoom before zoom. Yeah. I think some people still use Skype,
0: don't they? It was so weird that it was like, wow, I can make video calls for free. Yeah, it's free worldwide. Is this the Jetsons? Like it was so crazy to be able to do that. There was nothing more
4: like we I in college you used to have to have Skype meetings yeah. with your counselors and whatnot. And so I remember would be in my dorm room just like sitting in my boxers all of a sudden I'd hear it. I'd be like oh no I have a meeting so I have to fire on a shirt real quick and then have this oh, all wrinkly <laughs> Yeah oh hey how are you oh where were you no I was studying I'm all disheveled because of that Boom 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 <laughs>
0: Oh man <laughs> Ah well I I, I bowed to the king I, I like cheese and country I thought top. I was a student Can we do sounds from the 80s next time <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one.
0: It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Sometimes I feel like science needs to take like a public opinion before they just get to start doing stuff. Like cloning. They should have asked us, do you guys want us to start cloning people or not? They don't care. I know, but you understand what I'm saying. Maybe take the temperature of the room before you start doing stuff, because I'd actually say hell no to this. Uh, a team of geologists recently announced that they're going to crack open a piece of rock salt crystal that they found that's 830 million years old. Why? Now, they believe that it could contain alive, prehistoric microorganisms. Why? Why? I don't know. Well, they say that because it could help us understand the origins of life a little bit more. No. And and that it could uh, help us understand how we got here. I I don't understand why we're so interested in that.
4: What do you mean? Like, Please do explain. Like, where we are now, we're way more advanced than living in a cave and beating each other with clubs. Why why do we have to go back and look at that? Feels like we're headed back that way, though. (laughs) Like, at what point are we going, you know what? That was a better time of life.
1: Has cracked open anything gone well for us? I, no, like it you has open not. A, you open a pharaoh's tomb, bad Mugumbo cursed. spills yeah, out. Yeah, you get cursed. We open up this stuff. What comes out? Bad stuff. Yeah. We make du- Jurassic Park. What happens? People get eaten by T-Rexes.
0: The animals take over. But the good thing is in Jurassic Park, we were outrunning dinosaurs. So that gives us me some hope. No. That I they mean, weren't that fast. Well, yeah, they needed to make an hour and a half movie. Yeah. I, I'm
1: 100% on it. Let sleeping dogs lie. They Let say, that stuff be there and just. They say it could also help us
0: in our plans of finding extraterrestrial life on other planets. How? Up. But what if there's like a disease in there or something? That's what that's, I'm saying. I'm like thinking. There's a virus or something like that. They crack it open. That person inhales it. They get on a plane to fly to the Smithsonian to show what they've discovered. They infect the whole plane. Boom, 28 days later. Oh, wait. What, what was the zombie one? No, 28, 28 Days Later, No, 28 what? Days Later was the one where that guy was in rehab and Sandra Bullock fell in love with him, right? No, that's Seven Dresses, I think. No, Seven Dresses is the woman. Miss Congeniality. No, Miss Congeniality is when she was, a, she was a... FBI agent. Right, and she was a con- yeah. beauty pageant contestant. What's the one where they everybody turned into a zombie? Was it 28 Days Later? T- 28, 24 Hours World Later? Or
1: Z? This radio show now? <laughs> <laughs> the hell
0: was the name of that mo- 28 Days Later is when Sandra Bullock's in rehab, I think. Okay, if you say so. No, man. I think you're wrong.
4: I think that's not right at all. It, has anyone seen the new Planet of the Apes movie? No. Like, no. okay. One of my favorite movie series. But he tries I don't like to, those. He tries to make, like, something to help Alzheimer's. Okay. And then that's how the apes become evolved because of the, the chemicals from one of the trials right. and whatnot.
1: Because they were testing it on the apes, I assume?
4: Yeah. And then in the second one, you notice that it spreads all over. Very virus-like. Oh. Okay. That... It's what this feels like They're gonna crack this open Spread all over We're gonna have apes That are taking over the world
0: I wasn't listening to a word Brian Riley said But I mm-hmm. did get to the bottom Of which movie is which
1: Okay 28 Days Later Is the zombie movie <laughs> Like I said 28 four minutes ago
0: May I finish? Please I'll let you guys talk <laughs> 28 Days Is the Sandra Bullock movie uh-huh. So very close in title You can see how I made that mistake Is it the sequel? No it's She's in rehab I've said that like five times now. From being no, a zombie? Are we just, none of us are going to listen to each other? Is that how this is going to work? <laughs> Isn't that how it's been? Did
1: you go to rehab for being a zombie?
0: <laughs> 28 Days Later was a spooky movie, though, man. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was I kind, saw it. Because it was, it was kind of filmed in like a weird film, like a weird fashion. And like, it was Any creepy. of those
1: movies that have the screen that jumps around too much, it messes with my vertigo. I can't watch it. But it wasn't. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's true.
0: All right. And if the movie theater's too cold, your Raynaud syndrome acts up. I'm telling you. Too much popcorn, your gout flares up. I'll just stay at home and watch
1: something easy living.
0: All right. Well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Maybe you're saying, Kelly, let's stop science where they're at. We know enough to get by. I agree with you. But I'll have another one of these for tomorrow. (laughs) Maybe you like it. Maybe you won't. Maybe you won't listen to us just like we don't listen to each other. But either way, I will look you right in the face and say, sometimes with these things... (laughs) Ah, blah, 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 blah. Kelly and Wood, welcome to our bonus track. Our first break from 5:40 in the morning. Uh, boy, this was just a mess this morning. Uh, well, we had
1: your interesting run in. Uh, yes, obviously a huge,
0: a big uh, milestone. milestone for you. But then when we started doing history and birthdays, is where it kind of just lost all. Yeah. direction.
1: Imagine yeah. me getting a rub down wasn't the most awkward part <laughs> of our morning. <laughs> the golf ball treatment. All right, we got all that coming up right
0: now in our bonus track. We tag it on the end of the podcast as a bonus track. Kelly and Wood.
1: All right. Got that out of your system?
0: No, no. There'll be another oh. one hot and fresh. I only got one more day. I think I redeemed myself today, though. It, only
1: have one more day. Well, t- I guess because you don't do it on Friday. I don't do
0: it on Fridays. Welcome to the show, sir. Well, I've,
1: I've been a day ahead all week. Oh, that's the worst. I've been. I mean, is just. I don't know why, but God dang, all week you been behind today? That, well, your inflexion made me feel like
0: there was more coming to no, that sentence there. No, Yeah. Okay.
1: Guess what? You just felt like I felt all week.
0: <laughs> like, there's more
1: coming. It was what? Oh,
0: nothing. Dude, I ran into one of the weirdest scenarios ever last night. So I went to Walmart. I had some time to kill while the kids were at play rehearsal. And uh, so I just went over to Walmart. Just You know, you can kill some time there. You can go from automotive to electronics to grow. There's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Peruse, And I was in the electronics section, right? And this woman came in talking about her cell phone. And my ears perked up because I heard something kind of wild right out of the gate. And so I just was like, well, I got to see where this goes. Mm -hmm. The first sentence out of her mouth was, the government is tracking me through my phone. Which I thought, yeah, they're tracking all of us through our phones. Finally, someone's got the gumption to say it. But this woman tripled, doubled, quadrupled down on this. And I don't know where she was going. She was like, my phone is connected to my TV and I can't, I can't cancel my service because my TV won't let me do this. And every time I try and cancel it, I get a message telling me I have malware on my phone and the government's checking what I'm doing and I can't get my social security checks. And she was like maybe in her late forties. Okay. And she was like, I can't get my social security checks and my mom lives in Florida and I can't. And I was like, Whoa, this lady is really unloading on poor Jimmy behind the counter here mm-hmm. who is just sitting there like, what are you saying to me right now?
1: It's like, Oh god. Oh, this is
0: this is a day. And dude, I am I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. I bet I stood there for 15 minutes listening to this woman. Good god, man, get a life. Cuz I was just like, I, you're right. Well, I just you know what? To me cuz I work so much, it was nice to just stand somewhere for 15 minutes and watch someone else have a complete meltdown Oof. in their life. But I was in my head, I'm like, all right, this has to be this is like meth-induced craziness here. Like this oh, isn't okay. this isn't like normal. So I wanted to see how Jimmy behind the counter handled it. And God bless him. So I'm standing there and someone comes up to help me. And they're like, can I help you, sir? I was like, oh, no, I'm just kind of looking around. (laughs) No, I'm just eavesdropping here. Move (laughs) along. (laughs) I said, so I just said to the, to the, the guy that came up, asked me if I needed help. I said, boy, that's a wild scene over there. And they're like, yeah, it's his second day on the job. And this dude was doing everything in his power to help this woman. And, and, and keeping his patience through the craziest conversation I've ever seen in my life. The amount of times I heard about the government tracking this woman was insane. Yeah. I, I was just like, what is what is going on in her brain? I mean, she was whacked out. And so when the guy tells me, yeah, it's his second day, and we'll, we'll call him Jimmy again. Is behind the well, ma'am. You know, she was. He was like, "Well, let me check your service." He's like, "Ma'am, your service was shut off two months ago." She was like, I, no, it wasn't. I want it shut off now."
1: She's probably hooked up to the internet or something, right?
0: And he's like, "Ma'am, I can't. I, I can't shut service off that doesn't exist." So I told the other guy, I was "Like, why don't you just go tell him? Tell her, yes, we've called the government. They're going to stop tracking you. Your service has been canceled. You're good to go." Oh. I was like, if, "I was like, if you're worried about me writing a bad review because of the way you're handling a customer, don't worry. You guys are going to get five stars out of me." I was like, the way, the way this poor Jimmy kid handled this woman who was whacked out of her mind was stellar. Especially on his second day. I would have, at his age, I would have quit. I would have I taken, taken off that blue vest and walked smooth up out of there.
1: Much like you did at McDonald's and Olive Garden. Olive
0: Garden. I quit Olive Garden with tables waiting for food. And I was like, nah, same for me. When I make a decision, I have swift action. You quit in the parking lot at what, Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever that was. Right, I got a job at a hardware store and nope. decided in the parking lot, nah, same for me. Just smooth left. And I was like... A year ago? <laughs>
1: no, it wasn't quite. It was like two years ago. Look, man, times were tough. I couldn't. I honest to God, if you're working retail, God love you. I could never do it. That's I how, could
0: never do it. That's how I felt yesterday, because he was trying so hard to reason with somebody who was unreasonable.
1: And, uh, like my wife did it for a while, yeah. and like sometimes the things people say to retail workers... Right. I, honestly, I feel like if you're a retail worker you should be allowed to slap, like, one customer a year. Oh, yes. Like, you know, in, in like, a rolling year. Not, like, because, you know, first day of 2020. <laughs> Whack, dang it. <laughs> Just walking everybody <laughs> getting slapped around. But I, I think like, because we have gotten very comfortable, and this is sad, being disrespectful to people behind the old "the customer is always right" mantra, R-
0: right? Because the customer ain't always right. I'm sorry Hell to tell no. you that that lady last night who thought the government was tracking her TCL television, not right. No, that wasn't
1: right. No, it, you know it sounds like obviously she had other things going I, on I there. Think
0: that, and, and to be honest, I, I'm guessing there were some mental health issues there. So I'm not I'm not making light of her mental health issues. I'm making light of poor Jimmy who had to handle this. Yeah, and tried his darndest to keep it on the rails. Yeah.
1: I and honestly, who, I don't know. I like that that's I've been in situations. Now the only the closest I ever got to working retail was I, once I did work at Home Depot. I got fired from there. Figures. And then the other was probably being a bouncer. But as a bouncer, I was very comfortable telling people to go to hell. Right. You got, well, honestly, that's part you got, of my job.
0: Well, you as a bouncer, you got a bit of a, of a God complex well, because you control the gates to heaven.
1: And, <laughs> right? and it is probably your job, too, to stand up for the bartenders and the servers, you know, and be that one to be like, hey, what's the matter with you? Get bent. But if you're like, if, seriously, like if you're working customer service somewhere at any store or something, and you're going in today and you have to deal with people yelling at you over a coupon or something oh, like that. Man. Just know. Inside, I'm with you. You man. got your back. Because <laughs> I, I, I just feel to it, it, look. I, Lord knows I've been upset with people. Usually it's on the phone, you yeah. know, where I've been on hold for two well, hours or something. And I, I get it. It's not their fault. No,
0: but it is the company's fault for terrible customer service. I, I don't know True. the last time I had such good customer service. Like you just assume that customer service is going to suck now, right? Going into it, like I. Anything you do now, I just know the customer. Unless it's like a locally owned small company.
1: Well, cause the cu- they fu- and that's you're right, because a lot of these companies have farmed it out. That's what I'm saying. To parts unknown. And and even then, it's like, I
0: don't get mad at that person because they can't speak English properly. Right. I get mad at my bank because they're so cheap that they can't pay someone here to do it. Yeah. So they farm it out. And now I, who have a problem with my bank account, have to talk to someone who doesn't speak my language. And it's frustrating. Right?
1: I'm with you off that. I remember one time I got on, I don't know what company it was, but literally, I guarantee, you know, you could tell right away English, not the first language. And he's like, My name is Maverick.
0: Yeah. Why are we lying to each other? Yeah. I saw just, Top Gun, too. Just, also. Just be
1: honest with me. I don't care
0: where you are. Like, hey, guy, that's not an actual name here. That's a, that's a call sign.
1: Great. <laughs> right. Well, I'm Goose. Good to meet you. You screw me over. Can you reverse this fee for me? And I
0: I try and have patience, too, because I don't want to come across as the dumb American who's all mad because I'm, eh, I'm speaking to someone who doesn't speak English. It's not that. It's just like I we're talking about my money here, which I hold very near and dear to my heart. And the fact that I can't get what I'm trying to say across to you because there's a language Barrier. Ooh, that's frustrating. Can
1: you imagine if I had did like customer service I'm uh, like for like
0: speaking Spanish? Dude, you would be fired in seconds.
1: I'd stick to that script perfectly. Right. You know, Don, que pasa. Donde esta. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. they swear. I mean like, Bueno. <laughs> 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 and you have fun click. Uh-huh. Another customer served. Anyway. Here.
0: I'm gonna go on Yelp and write Jimmy a really nice review. Please that, do. That dude handled himself like a pro. And I
1: will say this: if you're ever out there and you do see somebody do good service. Tell a boss. Let them know. Absolutely. I do that all the time. And my wife's like, don't do that. I'm like, no, man. Because everyone runs to a manager when someone does something stupid. The manager should hear about it when their employee's doing something right, too.
0: So it was crazy. Yesterday was exactly a year since my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, which is crazy because when you start, and I'm not going to go on and on about this, I promise you, because everyone's like, yeah, Kelly, we get it. But it's just (laughs) crazy to think about because uh, a year ago- And anybody's going through this, I want you to know something, honest to God. Like, if you're, because we know a lot of people in our listening audience who have called and said they're at the start of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And when you hear what you have to go through, you think that life is never going to be the same again. And it probably never will be exactly the same again, maybe even in a good way. But when I think back to that, we were sitting and having lunch. I'll never forget my wife saying to me, What if life never feels normal again? because she was going to get her diagnosis the next day. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what if life just never feels normal again? And that that has been like one of those moments I'll I'll probably never forget as long as I live. But what I'm saying is like for people starting this journey You can get through it. Like my wife was tough as nails through this thing.
1: Like I've both of you guys were the whole family was
0: well, but I mean, but because we had her, we had her leading the charge, Mm -hmm. you know, like if she would have been weak, I probably would have broke down a lot more than I did, which I had my breakdowns. Understandable. But either way, like to think of, and it goes by like, sometimes I feel like that lunch we had was five seconds ago when we were sitting there eating lunch and she said that sometimes it feels like 150 years ago, Mm -hmm. like all the stuff that we've been through. Like I remember when we, we first went to the doctor the first time and they're just making, okay, you got an appointment on this day for this and then we're going to do this and then your infusion and then your port we're going to put in and this and that and the other. And it was just like, what how did what overload did, yeah like how how did we get here and then i remember we were hiding it from the kids because like they had their big play coming up and we didn't want them to be all scared and everything it's just like whoa that was a different guy that was a different guy and girl that were going through that than we are today man it's crazy so but here we are a year later uh, as far as i know my wife is cancer free it's kind of a weird thing where i don't know if it's remission or cancer free or i don't know how that I'll say it, it.
1: I'll be the wrong one <laughs>
0: well, but but I mean, even the doctor said, Well, tell me where the cancer is in your body And mm-hmm. it's like there it's not there anymore, but you know it's just I'm telling you it, when I did that indie foundation thing last week, I saw women who were just going through it, man, mm-hmm. and I just I wanted to hug every single one of them and tell you like it's i i I see what you're going through man, and it's it's just ah it's a weird thing yeah it's it's I, I don't wish it upon anybody. But I'm glad that here we are a year later from her diagnosis, and wow, a year goes by fast, no doubt. So anyway, that's I was just like I was noticing the date, and I was like, "Holy cow, that's crazy!"
1: And I'll take a moment to pat myself on the back. Yes, I was so worried I was going to say something about it on air. Yeah. Before you were cuz you didn't right. talk about it on air for a long time. I didn't. And and, and I, I was so scared I was going to say something. Well, because we
0: hadn't told the kids yet and right. and my wife was just I think when it first happened, she was kind of like in disbelief in denial. Sometimes I tell her I like I think the reason why we handled it so well is cuz we were living in denial the entire time. Mm. I just literally said nothing bad is going to happen to my like nothing bad can happen to Brianna. Like it doesn't life doesn't work that way. And that was a lot of naivete on my part. But it also helped me be strong through it, not being like, oh, no, what what's going to happen? I was like, all right. But I, I just remember that phone call and her saying, ah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> all right. That's where, that's where we stopped this conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? Anyway, it's all good. Yep. And... I don't know where to go from there. Uh, no, no, I just wanted to say that. Like, it's been a year, and it's been a crazy year, and so much support from the listeners and everything else. So, I'm sorry, I didn't. I shouldn't have done that. That, no, that totally derailed off, dude. the morning. That was
1: how. I mean, in your scheme of life, getting married, having kids, and then probably that.
0: Yeah, it's it's up there. Would it's it, definitely it's definitely up maybe
1: there. the bluegill worked in there as well.
0: You know, <laughs> well, so. the bluegill was a big part of it. Right? How do you think we relaxed? We went on that piece of crap boat, yeah. and then she had to worry about sinking. She didn't have to worry about her cancer. Could for a all long. end right now?
1: <laughs> and then how silly would it all be? But no, it's not. seriously, you should be very proud of it. Was, it, it, how it was far a wild game.
0: Anyway, so I just wanted to say that. Like, you know, thank you to everybody who messaged and everything else. So
1: that's done. Can I bring something up? I would love for This is going to sound t- terrible no, following would love that. No, I for you to lighten the mood. I shouldn't have said that this morning. Yes, you should have. Stop. All right. I, m- we're going on a family vacation. Oh, man. I want to go on this vacation so bad with you. And my, 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 my dad has kind of planned this along with my sister in law and my wife. They all. Uh, I, I have nothing. I, honest to God, I hate talking about family vacations with my family because it, it, there's so much. Well, should we do this? So we should do this. Well, what about this? I hate it. Now I, I, I love going on the vacation. I love being with my family. But as for the planning aspect of it all, I just tell me where to be, and I'll show up, and I'll have fun. Right. That is that's a that's a true that's a true vacation, man. That's all I want. Well, we we're going to this place called Casa de Campo. And it's in the Dominican Republic. It's in like Punta Cana, I believe it's called.
0: Yeah, I, my my relatives, a lot of them go there. Maybe
1: I'll see them there. <laughs> Possibly. And we're going to like this amazing resort. It's super private. It's it's it very luxurious. My parents love to have a very nice time. They like. And my dad is telling everyone, "All right, we're going to go for a spa day. Nice, right, Like, and there's even like." Children's, like, there's a princess spa day. Oh, perfect. Where they do the nails and all this stuff with the little girls and all this. And, Dad, Dad sent me this thing. He's like, "Here you go. Here's the list of all the services. My wife's going through it. She doesn't know which one to pick. Oh, oh maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. There's a seaweed wrap.
0: Oh, I want to go on a family vacation with you.
1: I want nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> I want. I. Hey, I, I don't want people touching my body. <laughs> I, I don't. I. I. My. You know, my dad's. Well, we're gonna massage. you gonna get. I don't want one. Yeah. It, so you like to stay tight. <laughs> no, come on, come on, come on. You know, because if, if, my dad's big on massages. It feels great. Because he's a,
0: he's a man of means who's accomplished a lot in this world. He needs to be rubbed down once in a while.
1: Once you get by the weirdness that another person's rubbing all over yeah. you, now, you
0: love it. Let me ask you this, honestly. Would you choose a man or a woman?
1: I don't, neither. I want nothing to do with this. Because for if it was a man, you know, I, I don't know. You're probably going to get a stronger massage out of him. But for a woman, I don't know. In today's day and age, if right. I flip over when I'm not supposed to, you know, I'm on right. a government list. I want nothing to do with any of this. Yeah.
0: I, I'm right there with you.
1: And there's like, just look at the list. And I saw one and I thought, all right, what about this one? It says a golfer's massage. Now I like golf. I'm not good at it. Right. And <laughs> Maybe then I, This would help your game. I'm gonna read to you what this is. All right, all right, let's so go. when you think of a golfer's massage, what do you think?
0: I picture them massaging like what what is this muscle right here? Your lat? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I picture them paying a lot of attention to your lats.
1: I would think yeah, like maybe your arms or something yeah. like that, your you know, torso. This surprisingly therapeutic treatment uses golf balls to put pressure oh. on tired muscles after a great round of golf. So when you're done with your round of golf, they pick you up and apparently take you to a room and by my understanding here, beat the hell out of you with a bag of golf balls. Two hundred dollars for thirty minutes.
0: That sounds soothing.
1: No, it doesn't. (laughs) Uh, Like, the only thing I can imagine is that entire round of golf. I would just be, as soon as this is over, some dude's going to rub all over (laughs) me with golf balls. I I don't want to do it. That sounds made up, dude. That sounds made up. It is right here under sports treatments. There's also a tennis pro one which I thought maybe they you stand against a wall and they smack golf, <laughs> you know. What to that one? Yeah. I just I I don't want anything to do with any of this. Like there's eye treatments and exfoliation and a water sanctuary.
0: I have never in my life had a massage. Not one. Same here. And I don't want it. Remember when I got my uh back waxed the other day? Yeah. I was nervous about someone seeing with me with my shirt off. Mm-hmm. And so I just I can't do it cuz I think you got to take your shirt off, right? You can't get it <laughs> I can't go in there with, a, with a jacket and <laughs> jeans on, I? I, I'm gonna choose double denim that day.
1: <laughs> <Jordan> <laughs> Jean shorts, We're like ah. this
0: thing is doing nothing for me.
1: And like my wife goes and gets some, and she absolutely loves it. My mom and dad love them. My uh, my sister in law, they they all love it. They're so excited about it. Go on, get it then. That's it. I just I I I, I am a hundred percent okay with never getting one my entire life. Now here's the deal: if I ever do get one. I'll probably love it, probably, but that is a mountain I can't <laughs> climb. I just, I, I, can't imagine myself ever doing it.
0: I, 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 would love to see you getting a massage because I bet it, you'd probably be cracking jokes the entire time. Yeah, and the person be like, shh. <laughs> you gotta sh- 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 can you uh work the glutes can you, can you just enjoy it sir sir this is
1: the waiting room like, yeah <laughs> it, I just its sure is. but you know God love them I'm sure it's gonna be great for everyone else but no I I told Andreas you know I'll take everett I'll I'll go do something else he and I can go do something maybe we'll grab some golf balls and throw them at some people <laughs> going into a massage Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: what well. all right are you ready to do some history my friend let's, let's do it here we... It was on this day all the way back in 1910. Now, I grabbed this clip. This is just, sometimes the Lord blesses you with a good sound clip. Mm-hmm. This is the Oak Ridge Boys doing a commercial. You say you don't
3: have nothing to do. But hang around and get into trouble at home as well as in school. Do
0: you even hear it? The Boy Scouts. are
1: the Oak Ridge Boys, like, touring still? Uh, yeah. This is they did, they this... did a commercial in
0: 1910? No I, did, no, I was just trying to get some audio that referenced oh. the Boy Scouts, that's all. I was about to say,
1: dang, what a career.
0: <laughs> Over 100 years touring. No, in 1910, the Boy Scouts were founded oh, okay. on this day. Uh, it was all the way back in
3: 1985. Just a good old boy. Never meet The
0: last episode of the Dukes of Hazzard ran. Mm. Boy, the the A-team, Dukes of Hazzard, I mean, that was just a Friday night, man. Yeah. I miss those days.
1: And, of course, my biggest memory with the Dukes of Hazzard, that's when my dad cut his finger off. I was watching the Duke of Hazzard when my dad cut his finger off. What was he doing? He was making me a rubber band gun on 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 the table saw. Yeah. And, yeah, cut his finger off. And I remember he came running by. And I'm like, what is going on here? Dad, you're blocking the TV. I'm like, dude, dude, Daisy's coming on, bro. <laughs> and I, I, I've always convoluted those two things now as long as I've ever grown I'm up. sorry if that song is traumatizing to you, then. And that's the Wood family curse. My wife got m- mocks me about that. My grandmother cut her finger off. My dad cut her finger off. I full on believe right here and now. That you'll lose a finger? Either me or my brother will lose a finger.
0: I bet you'll lose it to
1: frostbite, though. Raynaud's
0: disease. You'll lose it to Raynaud's syndrome. Mm -hmm. We'll see, though. Fingers crossed! Fingers crossed
1: that you don't. Don't you dare mock me <laughs> in my possible upcoming,
0: you know, <laughs> ailment. I, you know, I cut my thumb on a on a table saw. Yeah, I, it turned it into hamburger, though it didn't cut it off. It was disgusting.
1: Th- those are. I think th- I've seen them now. Like they have mechanisms that turn them off. Can I tell
0: you? I did not use a table saw until just last. No, until two years ago, from high school when I cut my finger. I was terrified of table saws up until when I built my bar. I needed to use a table. And I, I was trying to find any way to not use that table saw. They're scary. Man. and But I had to to cut some things. And I, I made it through. Got it through, but man, that still terrifies me.
1: But I love watching woodworking videos, and they have like that big chunk of wood they use now. Well,
0: that's that's where I screwed up. I was making a speaker box for my 1988 Caprice Classic for the trunk. Sweet. And I had to cut a small piece, and, it, and I didn't want the piece to kick back and hit me, so I was going to fling it with my finger. Mm-hmm. Boom, my finger touched the blade. That was it, Jack. Maybe God was trying to step in and be like, no. Like, dude, come on. Yeah. That, that car sucks.
1: <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Maybe I'll slow him
0: down. Uh, and then it was on this day in 2010. We... The jury in the above entitled action find the defendant, Conrad Robert Murray, guilty
2: of the crime of involuntary manslaughter.
0: Conrad Murray was convicted and sentenced to four years in jail for involuntary manslaughter when he killed one Michael Jackson.
1: Only four years, huh?
0: Yeah, I I guess for involuntary manslaughter? Mm.
1: Is that all you get? Maybe, but wasn't he getting a lot of juice from a lot of people? Yeah. Yes. I don't know anything about the case, so I shouldn't. Really say I don't it really me.
0: either. But there's sure a lot of evidence that he handled everything wrong in that entire thing, and that he was trying to kind of hide evidence while mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's laying there dying. Very, very Elvis-esque if you ask me. That wild. Yeah, it's nuts, mm. man. The good die young. All right, well, I guess he was. Yeah, you little know what, I, take, I, <laughs> I retract my
1: earlier statements. <laughs> you may want to read up on Michael Jackson before we start anointing that. Uh, I'm sorry, I did not mean that. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a catch. It's a bumper
0: sticker I saw on the way into work today. <laughs> All right, and then so let's do some... Moving on quickly, quickly. <laughs> Celebrating a birthday today. It
4: seems today... That all you see.
0: I'll let this play for
4: Violence
0: a while. Get your head I in the game, one. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Green. It's his birthday today. Ah, oh boy, he's tough to age. <laughs> he, st- he still looks like he's like eight. I think the first time I saw him was in a movie called Airborne. That came out in like 1993. It was a rollerblading movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that, that's not one of those movies that never got like a mass release. Yeah. There's two movies that I had to special order from Blockbuster Video. <laughs> one, of the, one of those being Cool as Ice, the Manila Ice movie, because that never was put into mass production, uh-huh. and I had to pay a hundred dollars for it. And then Airborne was the other one that <laughs> I was a, I was a big rollerblader. <laughs> Just nothing makes any sense anymore. Up is down, down uh, is up. Seth Green, he's got to be like
1: forty-five.
0: Ah, uh, let's see. I don't even. I don't even write it down. <laughs> no, you're a little low on that one there, Wood. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Seth Green, the ripe old age of forty-nine. Today. Really? Yeah, man. All right. Dang. Also celebrating <laughs> a birthday today. <laughs> It's his birthday today, boy. Well, you and I were just talking about because we were talking about the Sam Hunt thing where he came out dressed as a devil at the Grammys, mm-hmm. and everyone's up in arms, understandably. Not Sam Hunt, Sam Smith. I mean, yeah. No. <laughs> dang it! You know what? I'm just gonna go. I'll leave. I'll just <laughs> let's get someone else in here. <laughs> Ryan Riley can come in here and run the board. I- I'm clearly off the rocker today. Come on, Sam Smith. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> Sam Hunt? <laughs> on, like a back <laughs> What the hell does this have to do with
1: the devil? <laughs> uh, it's Sam Smith. God. It's over. All right. All right. Come on. walk it Vince Neil, he's got to be like 60, 60 even. <laughs> Dang it. 62.
0: <sighs> What we were talking about is everyone was upset about Sam Smith coming out dressed as the devil, mm-hmm. understandably so. And we were saying, but it's nothing new because Motley Crue came out with an album called Shout at the Devil. Yeah. And we but we were like, is that like you're mad at the devil? Are you like, yo, shout out the devil?
1: Yeah. Well, they had like the pentagram. Like, they had the upside there. down.
0: Yeah, the upside down pentagram. So I'm wondering. It's all, I mean, this is the same shtick.
1: Madonna yeah. did it. Right. Yeah, Ozzy did it. Marilyn Manson it, did it.
0: We're not saying it's right. We're no. just saying it's nothing new. Yeah. Like I showed my daughter a, a, a Boy George video the other day and she was like, what? That, that's a dude? And I was like, yeah, that's a dude. I was like, there's nothing new under the sun, well, Presley.
1: He, you know, uh, David Bowie. Right. You know, David, it's Ziggy Stardust. Yeah,
0: there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah.
1: Either way. <laughs> well, I
0: hope that you had a, a very informative morning here. I got to give a, a birthday shout out here uh, before we move on to uh, to Bryce Manning, who's celebrating a birthday today. I actually DJed his him, his wedding. Oh, very it was a, cool. It was a blast. So happy birthday to you, Bryce, mm. and uh, your wife, Callie. We, ap- uh, we appreciate you listening. <laughs> I'm sweating for some reason. <laughs>
1: All right, why would you go to the mattress over Michael Jackson. Mean, why, did the, why did the good get taken so
0: huh sir? Let's move on. All yeah. right, come on.